Thanks for tuning in to Andrea in the Morning. This is Andrea Raquel, the social entrepreneur and sugar-free coach. Thank you for joining me. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in and following. I hope you've liked our page on Facebook. That's facebook.com forward slash sugar-free coach, as well as on Twitter. You can catch me on Twitter at sugar-free coach. I will follow back and reciprocate. I always do. Hey, y'all, and welcome back to a brand new 2020 all-new season episode of the Living Sugar-Free Lifestyle Show. This is your host, Andrea Raquel, the social entrepreneur and sugar-free coach. And today is Throwback Thursday, and in honor of Black History Month and Throwback Thursday, we are doing things a little different this season. We're going to do quite a few uh, little throwback discussions, mainly because it kind of takes me a while sometimes to catch up on what everybody's all in an uproar about, but also because... You know, I tend to take a little hiatus during the winter solstice, so I got a few things to recap you on. I want to share um, an interview that I had and just kind of kick the year off right for you. I hope you all are having a wonderful 2020. I hope you went into the new year right and that it's going smoothly for you. And if not, it's okay. Shake it off, regroup, set a new plan, and head in a different direction. It's all good, and it will be all good as long as we choose to make lemonade. So today, I just want to share a few things with you, just uh, kind of catching up on some trending topics. But then we're going to go and we're going to listen to um, some thoughts from a couple of very special people who happen to be my cousins. They are awesome, um, smart uh, community servants, financially minded. Um, and I got to do an interview with them over the holidays, so I'm going to share a bit of that with you, and I'm going to tell you about what's going to be coming up in the new upcoming seasons. Um, okay, so before I forget, be sure to go check out Joshua Lee Ronan, at Joshua Lee Ronan on Twitter, um, Ronan Uncensored. You can catch it on YouTube and all of your favorite podcasting platforms. I did an interview with him, and it was live and uncut, you guys. It was off the chain. So you definitely want to catch that. Um, I'm going to be bringing you more of my fabulous co-hosts. Of course, we've got the awesome Lee Grissom, Daniel Chapman, and more. We'll be back with those guest uh, hosts soon and some interviews, as well as um, just a few announcements that I've got coming up over the next couple of months. So, let's see. Before we get into our flashback interview, what's going on? Let's see. Um, Updates. No, the president did not get impeached. Newsflash. Big shocker. As if anybody really thought that that was going to happen. I didn't. Um, Let's see. What else? Um, Oh, we talked about this on Joshua's show, so I won't go too in-depth into it. But everybody's all in an uproar, and there's big battles going on about... um, the honoring of Kobe Bryant's legacy and there's some infighting amongst the elite. (laughs) But you guys, Ghazi, if you don't know Ghazi, look up Ghazi. He is an African activist and he is just an amazing young brother. He has some words to say on that that I just thought that was the mic drop on it and nothing else needs to be said. But again, that's a, a fight going on amongst the elite as he calls them the 
petty bourgeoisie and it really to be honest doesn't have anything to do with me it doesn't have anything to do with us so I'm not gonna spend time talking about it but <laughs> enjoy the antics and let it just be at that is all I'm gonna say um let's see what else is going on um so much you guys oh you know what can I just throw a sidebar random personal note in here or something that I just thought about so I was a homeowner for many years I sold my house bought another house I sold it bought another house and um you know in the in-between of not owning a house the word property tax came up and and I was like huh well in states I've lived in you don't necessarily pay property taxes on anything other than houses but in some states you pay property taxes on cars so the very nature of paying property tax on an automobile kind of trips me out a little bit um, because I'm not used to that but then what came to me after that was like wait a minute how are you paying property tax for owning property when you technically you don't own the property yet like I could see if it's paid in full but if you're still paying on it, technically you don't own it. How come the person who owns it doesn't have to pay the property tax? Like the banks should be paying these property taxes, not us. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's just my little sidebar, random, whatever, anyway, out there. So in the new year, we're going to continue to talk about what we always talk about, community, business, and lifestyle, one solution at a time. Say good morning to Morky Fee. She's with us, as always, playing with her toy, at least not barking. Um... We're going to talk about culture, um, workplace happiness, and diversity and inclusion. And you guys know that um, I like to talk about culture and corporate culture, not just from a nine-to-five major corporation standpoint. It, it, it's a conversation that needs to be had across all organizations, um, for-profit and not-for-profit, community organizations, the military, the government, and everywhere where groups of people are coming together, we need to have culture discussions, you guys. It's not just happening in Hollywood. Um, it's not just happening, you know, when you hear about things on the news happening. That just means a large number of people have been suffering under those conditions for a long period of time. So once we make cor corporate culture refinement a thing, then it will become a standard across all organizations and it won't be such a shocker and it won't be an issue and the norm and the standard will be treating people well, treating people right, respecting people's um, right to a safe and a fair work environment or church or um, school or whatever the organization is, sports team, whatever it is, it's the same conversation no matter the organization. It doesn't change. So um, I just wanted to throw that out there, and we'll be right back after a break, and we'll segue into our throwback interview. Hi, I'm John M. Ketchum. I'm the author of The Zero's Journey, a modern-day survival guide to weathering accidental enlightenment. And you're listening to the Living Sugar-Free Lifestyle Show with Andrea in the morning. Welcome back and thank you again for joining me for another episode of the Living Sugar-Free Lifestyle Show. We are in Season 5 
And this season, we're calling it a throwback season in honor of Black History Month. And we're going to do a throwback Thursday kind of ongoing thing. Quite a few things to share with you that are sort of recap. Maybe I'm late on, maybe whatever, but people have asked me my perspective on it. Y'all know I like to just say it one time. I'm like, if you care, listen to the podcast. I already talked about it. We can move on to other things. (laughs) Um, So, okay, so... um, Throwback. Uh, I really want to share this awesome um, uh, sustainability challenge with you. It's old. I missed it. It was the first week of February, but it's really cool. And we're going to do it again. And then I also, too, want to share with you this Black History Month challenge that we kind of didn't really do. We just talked about, but we're going to do that. Um, Maybe we'll do it here um, at the end of the month. If not, we'll do it in the new year. No big deal. Whatever. It's not that serious. Um, But you know what? I've learned um, on this round, this hiatus, this winter solstice, kind of just reflecting, investing in others, taking time to listen, you know, walking slowly and patiently and educating myself and planning and doing all those sorts of things that I like to do during winter solstice Capricorn season. It's a new year. You know, I take the beginning of the month, the really the whole month, and I do more intro work as opposed to outreach. You know, I do that on a weekly basis. I take time to um, slow down and reflect and maybe have a day where I just only listen to music and, you know, goof off and play and read and um, don't really do anything work-related or, or capitalistic-related, if you will. No striving. Um, But it doesn't mean I won't still help people. So, you know, I still support others and, you know, shout out people and communicate, um, engage on people's posts. And and it's been very good because I've done it sort of more focused this year than I've ever done it. And I've seen a lot and I've learned a lot. And, (laughs) you know, I always like to say we're not the same person we were yesterday because we're constantly growing. So it's 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 very, very good for me to do that. Um, And it's good for you all because then I have better content and better energy and better insight and I could tell you how to make some lemonade. (laughs) So um, let's see, Uh, the sustainability challenge was about clothing and you guys know that I'm not like, you know, I've, I've got photos on my social media but I tend to recycle photos, I tend to post them later, they might be older, I might post the same pics for a while, my profile picture might be like a year old but it's not like I don't look the same y'all. And, you know, if I do something really awesome or fun or exciting and, I, and it's not a private moment because I do some of those, too, you know, I can't share everything. Some things are confidential and private and whatever. So um, but as I can, I try to share, you know, in the moment or at least right after the moment. Um, I had a formal event that I was going to go to. I was going to share that with y'all, but it was a blizzard. I didn't even go. Um, (laughs) um, so, you know, just little things happen in life, you know, our editing equipment goes down, you know, um, um, technology stops working, you know, um, blackouts happen and, you know, the more you spend time reading other people's books and watching other people's movies and paying attention to little things like magazine and television and, you know, I don't do those things on a regular basis because I tend to read content that has more to do with training or education. It takes up a lot of time or I'm writing or producing content or doing other work or whatever. So that just time of sitting still and just reading fiction books or watching, you know, just entertainment television, I don't do a lot of that. 
Um, so when I make a focused, conscious effort to do it, um, my brain is always going to do what it does. And my brain's too nitpicky, critical, certain things I notice that a lot of people don't notice, like, you know, cut shots in movies, um, flaws, um, um, where there's no, not continu continuity in productions, different things like that. My eyes and my brain catch it. I can't help it. It's not because I'm consciously being critical. And um, But when I do that, it gives me life, y'all, because nobody's perfect. You know, we don't live in a world of androids. We're not, um, we're not machines. We can edit and edit and edit. We can have somebody else edit, and there's still going to be a flaw. That's like the whole point of things being created by humans. Um, there's no perfection. Even Six Sigma is like within a point zero 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 sixteenth or something like that, however many zeros of perfection. So, um, that was good. So we're just going to be ourselves. We're going to continue to do what we always do. We're going to be living sugar-free. We're going to keep it real. We're going to do it as we feel like it. I'm going to try to do this see this season, this series, if you will, um, as a Thursday, throwback Thursday thing, because that's just, it fits me. <laughs> um, it fits who I am, and I know I can probably flow with that. Um, but we're also going to continue to do a few special episodes with our um, guest co-hosts and things like that. And then we'll do another series coming up. I've got a couple of that I'm thinking about doing. We'll probably kick off here in March, but I'm not positive about which one's going to come first. But I'll tell you really, really soon. If you haven't picked up your copy of Living Sugar Free Revealed yet, definitely do that. Um, you'll learn so much more about me, the journey, Better Me, Inc., uh, you know, what is Living Sugar Free and all that. Um, and... Be sure you're subscribed on whatever your favorite platform is. Now, coming up, I'm going to share with you a clip that I've never aired before. It's a throwback um, during the holidays where I was with my family and I sat down and I talked to two of my cousins who are just absolutely brilliant, uh, Bellamy Brown. Um, and um, he was a... Um, candidate running for office in Charlottesville recently here so he has some very uh, he has some amazing perspectives on a lot of different things I think he'd be really great in office of course y'all know I don't get into politics but he's my cousin so I'm not getting into politics I'm talking about my cousin <laughs> I know him so um I, I think even if you're into politics even if you're running for office, even if you're just kind of maybe like a student of political science, he's a good person to follow. So I like the things that he says. Um, he keeps you well informed. So he didn't win. So he's, you know, going to give you just kind of his regular guy perspective. So that's also really good to have from someone who has kind of been there, especially if you're considering running for office. I know people, um, a few people in my network have talked about doing that. And I highly recommend and I champion. And if, you know, being public relations or public affairs support for someone who's running for office is not the same thing as doing politics per se. That's not my lane, so I stay out of it. But if you are deciding to run for office and you're an awesome human being, bravo, I support you 100%. Um, so with that said, um, I'm going to have this clip with him, but you guys, it's very brief. He talked a long time about um, finance, and it got cut short 
And then he had to go, so we couldn't redo it or anything, and he's really busy, but I'll get him to come back on the show. Maybe when we do some type of finance series, I'll have a bunch of different finance perspectives or whatever, but y'all know I'm not going to do that by myself because yawn, boring. Um, But what he said, I'm going to share with you because it's the gist of it and it's how I feel about it. It's basically um, having a better relationship with your money. A lot of people, you've heard people say that um, money is a tool, looking at it as such, not letting it lead you or guide you or being a slave to it. You know, living sugar-free is all about not being a slave to anything. Um, But he talks about instead of um, budgeting or creating a budget, you should be creating an expense um, um, list or an expense report, if you will, for yourself the same way you would um, in corporate America. So, um, y'all, I'm sorry I didn't get it, um, but we'll talk more about that. But the second half of the interview with Calvin is even more in line with what we've been talking about and what we'll continue to talk about. So I'm really excited that I get to share that with you. And I hope you enjoy hearing from my cousins. So um, it's going to go into the show like it's a new show, but it's just keep in mind it's from Christmas. Um, and I hope you all have a great day. And I look forward to talking to you on the next episode. Um, I'll come back at the end and share with you about that one challenge that I want to um, tell you how to go find. All righty, we'll talk soon. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is Andrea Raquel, the sugar-free coach and social entrepreneur. And you're listening to another episode of the Living Sugar-Free Lifestyle Show, Andrea in the Morning. I have a very special couple of guests with me, and it's the holidays, and we are being merry and bright, so this is going to be very brief, and I'm going to let them introduce themselves, because otherwise, I'll be talking the whole time, and they're like my co-host today, so we're just going to keep it real, and I'm going to introduce you to my family and allow you to see the brilliance that I'm surrounded by. Um, so my name is uh, Bellamy Brown. Uh, I am um, cousin uh, here in Fredericksburg, Virginia. My name is Calvin Mitchie. I'm also a cousin. Um, Woodbridge, Virginia. <laughs> Y'all, the humbleness is ridiculous. It ain't like they ain't never introduced themselves before. So... Anyway, we're doing a wellness series, and the reason I had them on is, A, because it's the holidays and I'm spending time with my family, and I thought it would be cool for you to get to know. (sighs) Okay, so from political science, um, am I right? Yeah. Oh, you, political science, and you, finance, that's right, and y'all... Bellamy's a Marine, and they're just brilliant. So anyway, I interrupted, like, after family dinner conversation. What were y'all talking about? I'm just curious. <laughs> Share with the people. Um, I think the topic was, uh, in my campaign, when I was running for city council, whether I saw... And wait, wait, wait. You were running for city council where? Uh, in Charlottesville, Virginia. Okay. Um, and whether... Um, if I saw there was any change in the inner city, and I was just ex- explaining uh, the complexities and some of some of the dynamics that go across the board uh, with that particular question. So it's not really a black and white, um, but they're multi. It's multifaceted, and there are a number of factors that uh, go into it. 
Mm-hmm. And I know you had something to say about it, didn't oh, you, sir? Absolutely. So my, I guess my... Li- Sorry. Hey everybody, welcome back to Andre in the Morning. Oh, my name is Calvin. And what are we talking about, Calvin? What are we talking about? We were talking about the world of finance. Oh, y'all, Bellamy had to go. He's a very busy man. Busy man. But we were talking about finance and stuff, and um, you were talking about what you, or we were, I asked you what you really learned in the real world, real world versus college, and. Well, over the break, you were telling me, so I wanted to give you a chance to share with the people what you thought. Absolutely. <clears throat> so I'd say the biggest thing that I've learned over the past year or so would be just how to properly communicate in that environment. Um, that's something that I don't feel that college necessarily prepared me for. Um, and I think it speaks to any new environment. You, you have to learn how to communicate. You have to learn... The ways of the people, you know, um, that was a challenge for me at first, especially being, you know, a minority. But um, I can say that I've made great strides there. Yeah, um, so. of course you did. <laughs> Y'all, these, these. So. I, 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 I love to shed light on the lie of people's bias. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And what people think about women or what people think about black people or what people think about autistic people or veterans or what people think about the next generation and what people always think about young people what people assume and it's just so cliche but it's just really true the ageism Mm And not from a standpoint of discriminating against elderly people, but ageism from the standpoint of just discriminating against a whole generation of people who are younger than you and just acting like everybody is stupid mm-hmm. and everybody's a hellion and nobody gets it. And nobody has any sort of compassion or just whatever. Yeah, It's kind of so cliche. So I love sharing and promoting the wisdom of young people. Yeah, I, I agree 100%. <clears throat> And I think it's, I think maybe it's a little human nature, maybe, but I think at any point in time, you can go back and find somebody over a certain age and they'll have similar feelings about the younger group, the next group coming up. Um, that's a challenge in itself. Yeah, but everybody uh, I, always says they'll never become their parents and right. then they end up being the very one to right. do it. And I love those who say they can't relate because at the end of the day, I mean, there's something that you can learn from every individual that you come across. So, in my opinion, that's always been the lazy approach. Um, and I always challenge that when, they, when that comes up. I'm sure you saw that from our mm-hmm. conversation earlier. Yeah, we had some family <laughs> debates, so, y'all. What most people yeah. need to be ready for. It just takes a little bit of effort. It you does. Know? But you uh, also, too, I mean, I stay away from certain conversations. I, I mean, I worked in banking, and I don't like talking about finance. Mm-hmm. I guess I have a little PTSD when it comes to that. I don't like being responsible for other people's money. Mm-hmm. I don't like advising people about money. And I don't like the whole capitalistic money game, even marketing. They went to school for marketing. They don't like any of that. Right. Um, and I guess it's kind of a little sore spot for me, you know, um, and politics. But, you know, when certain conversations come up, you know, you have to go along or 
you know, be appropriate, be respectful, or you might have just been talking about one thing and it turns into another. So oftentimes you find a, uh, you find yourself in the very conversations that you say you don't do, is my point. Absolutely. So, <laughs> Me with politics, I try to stay far away but from you that. But you can, thing. because yeah. it's... it's yeah. My dad said he wasn't going to say the man's name and end up saying it three times. <laughs> you just can't. And, and, but I love being around people who have enlightened perspectives. I really do. It's refreshing. And some are more enlightened than others. Absolutely. You know? And, um... I just... They was talking about quantum physics and, and dark matter earlier. So I have a question for you. Cause this you was is, this you part of that conversation? No. I was, like, looking at them like, what they know about that? Old heads. What they know about that? Okay, bet. I do have a question for you, though. Mm-hmm. So, in certain situations, how do you determine when to challenge something or when to just kind of let it go? Like, when is it worth you giving that energy to maybe prove somebody wrong or prove a point? And when do you decide hey, to just kind girl. of let it go? Girl. Girlfriend walked in the room just as he asked the question, y'all. So, I can't even lie because my big sister is sitting behind me. So for me, that's one thing I had to learn in the workplace as well. Like it's, it's not my job to prove to you anything really, you know, so there's some things that are said and I just kind of have to let it go. Um, but when is that, how do you know, when is that time? To that's so speak up? beautiful and brilliant that you asked me that question because that's exactly what we've been talking about lately. And I have a philosophical, theoretical answer, but then just like we talked about school in real life. I always like to think that I know what I'll do in certain situations, mm-hmm. but the reality is once you get in each and every situation, that even the situations might be similar, a lot of things go into making that situation what it is and therefore determining how you're going to respond. Now, you can be as zen and Christian and holier than and whatever and all of that, but yeah, professional, <laughs> whatever they want to call it. Uh, uh, well-adjusted for people on the spectrum like me. Um, so, you know, I try my best to take the high road, be p- professional, and, and really, to be honest with you, I love what Daniel Chapman said about the system and not being, you can't just go tear down the wall by yourself tomorrow. You just can't. So the best you can do is chip at the wall and do your part as things come. And in each and every situation, knowing whether it's worth it to say something or let it go, usually for me, if I'm in all of my right self, y'all, and that means that I'm not extra exhausted or almost already on a meltdown or the person didn't overboard violate me or whatever few times maybe that somebody might have said, uh-uh, because I've seen her kirk out. For the most part, I try to determine whether what I have to say is going to make a difference or not. Yeah. I mean, does the person really care? Right. right. Or, I mean, really? Are they an idiot completely <laughs> and they was being foul and it's best to trump their joke with a better joke and keep it moving and then sashay out the room or whatever? Um, or do they not mean any harm and they really want to know better and it's worth it to, you know, whatever. However, with all that said, from a standpoint of keeping your job, saving face in the environment, not dealing with no drama, not having a headache and all of that, at certain times, we're obligated 
to report certain things because certain foulness is not to be overlooked, whether it be from a racial or sexual or whatever, all y'all to protect the classes. I can't even list them all again like I did before, but sometimes you have to take action because it's not just about you. It's about, you know, in certain environments, that person might have certain authorities or just, you know, certain situations. And, and I just feel like if you care and if you invest in yourself and you spend the time doing what you need to do on a regular basis, then in those moments, you'll know. You won't fly off the handle when it ain't meant to fly off the handle and you won't let stuff go that end up being 20 years from now. They was molesting the whole daggone staff and nobody never said nothing. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. Okay. You got anything to add? Would you like to? Okay, she's not going to add, but she's sitting over here looking cute for moral support. But um, I just thank you. And I thank, um, I want to thank Bellamy and I want to thank y'all. We're going into the new year. And um, happy new year, everybody. Happy Absolutely. winter solstice. Happy, holidays. Yeah. happy Hanukkah and Kwanzaa and Capricorn season, Pisces coming up. Oh, excuse me, Aquarius. I left y'all out. <laughs> All that. Pisces in March. February. February. Oh. I gotta so, my, so we got Aquarius at the end of January after Capricorn, of course. Capricorn bring in the year, end the year. And then we got Aquarius, and then we got Pisces. So, all y'all cold weather babies, stay warm. Remember all of the wonderful tips. March is Pisces too, but then it turns into Aries. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh And so, remember all of the what the cold weather tips that have been shared. All this wisdom. Now, y'all got y'all not only got business tips, y'all got uh, essential oils and. Um, microbiology food tips and oh it's just been so much y'all now y'all got the finance and the political on top of all of that so whatever you need is there go back and binge the whole entire series I even shared my family with y'all twice three times excuse me and I love y'all I don't know what we might do in the new year I don't know. I'll let y'all know soon. Go buy my book. Um, the one-year anniversary of Living Sugar-Free is coming up. The Living Sugar-Free Revealed Aspie Se- Secrets book series. The one-year anniversary um, is coming up. So go check that out. Share it with somebody. And we'll see y'all again in the new year. All right. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. All right. And thank you for your moral support, both of y'all. And Fifi's here too, y'all. And she didn't make a peek. Because her birthday was the other day and she's a year old, so she's a grown-up. So we'll talk to y'all in the new year. Y'all take care. I am Andrea Raquel, the social entrepreneur and sugar-free coach. And you've been listening to Living Sugar-Free Lifestyle Show. Have a great new year. Bye. Hey, what's up? I'm Daniel Chapman, a.k.a. 1202 Deuce Lee. And you are listening to the Living Sugar Free Lifestyle Show with Andrea in the morning. All right, y'all. That was some good down home real talk right there. I hope y'all enjoyed hearing from my family, my crew. Uh, my two cousins both are very, very dynamic young men. And um, I'm sorry that we got cut short, but I hopefully I'll let you hear from Bellamy again sometime in the near future. Um, but I just appreciate everyone who participated in the whole entire wellness series. Thank you to all my co-hosts and our guests. 
Um, thanks to Lee, my girl, she'll be back on soon. I think we've got a couple of interviews coming up scheduled. I'll let you know about those soon. Daniel Chapman, um, Denise, Mo, Chris, all of y'all, thank y'all so much for participating. If you haven't listened to the wellness series, go binge that, y'all. Winter ain't over yet. Um, and I know it's a lot of people sick and suffering, and you don't have to be. So just let's do our part to, you know, take care of ourselves and learn from others. You don't have to just always take my word for it. So um, just a couple of things. I want to make sure I do my proper part for my own brand. Um, you, in case you didn't know, I am available to speak or do book signings for Living Sugar Free Revealed. My speaking topics, you can find out all about that on my website, sugarfreecoaching.com. Um, if you haven't read my book, by the way, be sure to pick that up on Amazon. You can get it in a paperback or ebook. Um, if you want my book in your store, let me know. Um, send me a message if you got any questions about anything like that. If you don't see the information on the website that you're looking for, um, if you're not familiar with Better Me Inc. TXNL, go familiarize yourself. You can Google hashtag TXNL. You can check it out on any social media platform. Get in where you fit in. Um, Lots of announcements and information coming up about that soon, but you want to get involved now as a living sugar-free sweetheart. Um, so I'm going to be sharing coming up more blogs. Why? Because I'm supposed to. I do write, but I've been focusing on um, writing a book and published it, and now in the new year starting another one, and so I'm trying to get back on my regular blog schedule um, and also to posting a few that I've already written and just never posted. Uh, focusing on my fashion because of this awesome slow style challenge that I came across uh, with Third Law is the name of the company and Kathy Kearns. She is a fashion style advisor, but from a sustainability standpoint, um, helping people to be, you know, fashion, fashionable or stylish in their own comfortable brand um, appeal or what have you, um, but also being conscious um, and sustainable about it, you know, um, keeping your clothing around for a while, um, adding to your um, wardrobe with um, pieces that, you know, you traded or um, um, bought thrift or otherwise just smart sourcing of clothing and re recycling of clothing. You know, one of the most basic concepts that this puts me in the mindset of is the whole concept of jeans with holes in them. And it, the, the, the difficulty in finding jeans in a regular store as opposed to just finding a pair of jeans in a regular store as opposed to finding jeans that are already shredded or frayed or ripped is mind-boggling. When we can just buy jeans and either wear them until they wear out or either get you some scissors and cut holes where you want there to be holes, you know. It's just a lot of stuff like that that we've kind of got caught up in as a society and just being very wasteful. And then we want to talk about, oh, wow, you know, global warming. But little things like this, we can do our part. I know the very nature of, you know, the fashion industry and the beauty industry is tough. And like everything else, you know, I'm not telling you that you have to be fanatical. Um, go back and listen to the wellness series. It's so great. And it's just a really great example of how we have all these amazing people you know, doing their own thing, doing it their own way. Everybody's not living sugar-free. Everybody's not a vegetarian. Everyone's not keto or whatever the thing is. You know, you've got your own um, health focuses and maybe even issues, challenges, whatever, and everyone has to eat well for themselves. But first you have to find out what that is. And 
you know, not just with um, what do I eat, but finding the time and little tips to make life easier and shortcuts and solutions and life hacks and all those great things that, that we got from all these various people. Um, I'm going to tag them uh, today so you can make sure you go follow all of them, get their books. Um, and uh, also, too, I wanted to mention, uh, I mentioned earlier before we did the throwback um, episode, about this Black History uh, Challenge that I was talking about doing for Black History Month. And we may still do it the last week of February. I'm not sure. I'm still meditating on it. Um, and maybe if I get some more responses, I've only gotten a few so far. But the challenge is, and certainly you can do it now, just like I'm talking about this slow style challenge, it's over. But I'm inspired by it, so I'm going to still do it. Um, the idea I had for this Black History Month Challenge is to post Black people on your page. And obviously I'm, if you post black people on your page all the time, I'm not talking to you. (laughs) Um, but not just, you know, Rosa Parks and Frederick Douglass, or not just Michael Jackson and Oprah or Michael Jordan and Oprah or whoever. Um, but maybe five days of different, maybe one day, a historic person, um, you know, from, way back in history, maybe someone famous, maybe some, maybe a model, maybe an actress, maybe a politician, maybe an inventor, maybe someone local, maybe a local hometown hero. Um, that's how, that's the type of thing. So if I get inspired to do this, um, and I feel like people are going to participate, then maybe I will do it, um, for like next week or something. Um, if not do it on your own, spin off it, have at it. I don't care. It's to inspire and to, to, to create dialogue and thought. Um, I did an interview with uh, Joshua Lee Ronan. Um, His podcast is called Ronan Uncensored. You can follow him on YouTube and all of the podcasting platforms. He's on most of those. And he is also um, the founder of Write Hive, which is a really awesome writer's um, network that's going to be doing a conference in April. I'm going to be participating in that. They do a regular podcast and share information about writing, you guys. And if you enjoyed the creator series, and we just we just dove into it a little bit because that's not my lane. That's not my specialty. I've only published one book, you guys. This Write Hive community is really, really doing it. And it's an awesome opportunity to participate in a free conference and get knowledge and wisdom from all different types of experts and people who have gone before if this is what you want to do. Um, also too, I want to take a moment to shout out and thank one of my very special co-hosts, Lee Grissom. Um, she's been very supportive through this whole wellness series and the creator series. Um, and this connection of connecting me to other people and, um, helping to put together interviews. Um, and we've got a couple more coming up as well, but definitely pick up her book, KLS nine, and also to the part two book, Saber six. And coming soon is Eden One. And in case you didn't already know, I am Amelia Macron. So when you see um, all of her posts and tags about that, that's me. I'm Amelia Macron. So I'm sorry, very excited about that um, and see what's in store for my character. Um, we call it social media theater, you guys. I've never seen anything like it. If you have, tell me I'm wrong. I don't know. Tell me who did it so we can give proper credit where credit is due. But she does this thing where she inspires dialogue. Um, amongst her characters um, out of the book so you know we're not giving the book away because it's built on the concept of the characters you know and the um, their personality so it's just really really awesome and fun so check that out make sure you're following her um, I am the critic um, hashtag Lee Grissom um, and shout out to my girl 
And then also, too, I want to remind you, if I didn't say this already 10 times, here's the 10th. Go listen to uh, the wellness series. You can binge listen while you're exercising or jogging, while you're cooking, cleaning the house, whatever. You can binge the wellness series. It'll get you motivated. It'll give you ideas. It'll inspire you about things that you're already doing, probably, because how many people know that, you know, um, if you have a good attitude about something and if you're excited and you feel good about it, the impact of that very thing you're doing is going to be even greater. And it always blows my mind how many people talk about going to the gym and working out and slaving. But then they also in the same breath tell me that they've been cleaning their two-story townhouse all day long. You guys, if you're vacuuming and cleaning and dusting, and most of my friends are kind of like that, like obsessively clean, and so, like, if you're, like, moving furniture and dusting and cleaning and folding laundry and lugging stuff and going up and down the stairs, I know because I've done it. I lived in a townhouse for almost 20 years. And just recently, I had to get back used to that all over again. And at first, it was like my legs were crying, like, the first couple of days. But then after I got used to it, it was like, okay, bet. I, you know, boxes up and down, unpacking, whatever. And that's exercise, you guys. Just the going up and down the stairs is exercise. But certainly, if you're doing the floors, especially if you got hardwood floors and you got to like mop and sweep them every day, you guys, that's a lot of work. So if you do that, if you're doing that already and thinking, oh, I gotta go, I gotta go walk, I gotta go run, I gotta go kill myself at the gym, I suspect that if you turned on a little music and did your your chores, your 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 maintenance, your your housekeeping, whatever things you do during the day, even if it's work, even if you sling boxes at your job, whatever the thing is, you do it with sort of a mentality that you're getting your workout on. Stretch as well, you guys. Stretch while you're doing these things. You will have better results. Just, you know, if you, it, it doesn't make sense that you're slinging boxes all day and then you go to the gym and do upper body workout. That doesn't make sense. You're not helping yourself. It's counterproductive. So anyway, that's just a little sidebar note. Go back and listen to the wellness series, you guys. It's awesome. And for you writers, listen to the creator series. But if you want more of that, definitely join the Right Hive community. Um, as I said before, join TXNL, you guys. There's going to be more information and announcements coming up of some things that um, Better Me Inc. is going to be doing. But you want to go get involved now so you can be an early, early member. There are benefits and perks to being a founding member. Um, okay, so I think that's all I have for you guys today. Again, I hope you really enjoyed the um, nuggets that were shared by my cousins earlier. And I hope that you've enjoyed my whole entire um, Living Sugar Free lifestyle co-host posse. They have been amazing and I've had so much fun doing these. I look forward to bringing you more in the new year. Be sure to check out sugarfreecoaching.com. You can follow me everywhere you are on social media. I'm everywhere, you guys. Um, get Living Sugar Free Revealed. If you've already read it, please do share a review. I'd love to have your um, input, stories, experience, testimonies even. Um, subscribe everywhere you can subscribe wherever you're listening right now subscribe so you'll get notices of new shows and um, give me some stars if you can um, rate on your podcast platform I'd love to have five star reviews you guys if you love it if you listen share it with somebody give me some ratings you can also do ratings and reviews on my Facebook page as well as on let's see 
Google Maps. Um, you can find me there and do ratings. But yes, um, all of that counts. It helps. It helps continue to do uh, what I do and continue to share my passion, which is helping you improve your community, business, and lifestyle one solution at a time. I look forward to talking to you again next week. This is Andrea Raquel, the social entrepreneur and sugar-free coach. And you've been listening to Andrea in the Morning. I hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful weekend and start to next week. Happy Friday, Junior. We'll talk soon.